Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hey, this is Ashley from Team Serious Tri Club. In tonight's Back in Series show, Rebecca welcomes all of our new Team Serious Tri Club members, talks all about race wheels and time savings associated with those and other options that may help gain some small time advantages. Beck talks best bike strategies for 70.3 and also dives into some race strategies dependent on race conditions. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the live chat. So excited to be here. Hope you guys got to join in this morning with Ellie's live workout. We did a little sneak peek live from the pain cave. So I hope you guys saw that. Um, very special because Siri even gave away her training session. So I hope you guys got to see that. Um, if you didn't, please have a look. Um, I posted this morning. And I'm quickly gonna jump on and pin this real quick so that you guys can see that I'm on. And then I'm gonna welcome, we have quite a few new members here that I'm very excited to welcome. Okay, so, and if you see my tooth guys, just ignore it. I chipped it again and I'm still waiting for uh, my dentist appointment. So let me just make sure if somebody can pin it that's an admin, please do. I'm just going to see if I can. Yeah, I've pinned it. There we go. So welcome everybody to our live chat. Please let us know where you're tuning in from. Hi, Ashley. How are you? If you guys don't know Ash, if you're new, Ash is our business development manager, also represents High Five and events. And we're going to be planning to do some events next year. This year's been up in disarray a little bit, obviously, with COVID. So we'll be planning a off-road. Um, we're going to plan an off-road triathlon here at Believe Ranch and Rescue, which is going to be epic. So hopefully, you guys, it doesn't cut out. Um, if seven people on, let us know who's on. I want to say hi to everybody. Also, I want to welcome um, our new members that hopefully get to watch this in a replay. But we've got quite a few new members this week. I just saw Simon, I think it was Dantzler, just joined. Um, welcome, Simon. I can't remember where you're from because you just joined, but Becky will let me know where you're from. Um, also, Alan Geddes, uh, we welcomed him last week, I'm pretty sure, but I'm going to welcome him again because it's so exciting to have him here. Um, Judy Oradanella, I want to welcome her as well. And last but not least, Jean-Pierre de Villiers, who is going to be one of my new platinum athletes. I'm taking on um, two new platinum athletes and he was lucky enough to be one of them. So I'm really excited to be coaching him. And now I am very full again and I'll have some more spots next year, but I'm so excited to welcome JP. He's from the UK. So if we have any UK people, let us know because JP is over there and he'd probably love a training partner. Um, welcome to Jillian, Teresa, hello, Karen, Nancy. Yes, he's here. Yay. JP, it must be pretty, is it pretty late there? I'm, I mean, it's, or it's really early in the morning because in the UK, I'm pretty sure like five o'clock is like early, early morning. I don't know what you're doing awake, buddy. But anyway, welcome. I'm so excited to help you achieve your triathlon dreams. And you guys can see I have a huge chip on my tooth. I'm still waiting for my dentist, so please don't stare at it. <laughs> Uh, welcome to all the newbies. So excited to have you. Therese enjoyed our camp um, last weekend. It went way too fast. We've got Kerry. Yay, Kerry's on. How are you? Hi, Roger. How are you? Guys, let us know where you're tuning in from because if there's people in your area, uh, they can chat with you and um, maybe even catch up for a workout or something. So send where you're tuning in from so we know. You might be uh, have been born in, say, Australia but living in the U.S. now. So let people know where you're living right now if you want to. Um, 
I also wanted to, uh, what was I going to do? Go through the races that we're planning to be at next year. We have a couple nailed down. Um, of course, Boulder 70.3. Uh, Siri and I are going to be setting up a marquee, but not at the race site. We're going to set a marquee up the top of our hill, a Team Series Tri Club tent for any cheer squad members that want to join us at the top of uh, Nelson. Um, we're going to have a tent right at the top of Nelson before it drops down. So that will be one race that we'll be doing in August. Okay, the other races are as follows so far, but yet to be determined and confirmed. Um, we're looking at 70.3 Chattanooga for sure. Um, Ash and Karen are racing that. We're going to have a marquee tent there and athletes there. So that might be a race you guys want to sign up for as an official club race. Uh, 70.3 Timberman in late August as well. And we're going to confirm all of these in the next uh, week or so. Lake Placid in July, so Timberman's in August, Chattanooga's uh, 70.3 is May 22nd, Timberman is late August, 70.3, which it's just been. Lake Placid in July um, is also another possibility, um, so have a think about putting these on your schedule, you guys. And then, of course, our sprint try for all our newbies. We want to try and get as many as we can. You don't have to be a newbie just to get together for the club. Uh, we're going to go for the uh, Do Damn Try and Sprint, which is July 10 in Mass, in Massachusetts. And that'll be a huge one because that's where Ash and Karen live. So that's another one. Um, we also have a half mara on the 25th of September in Massachusetts. And we're going to send you guys all um, a spreadsheet so that you can see other plan races we plan to do. Maddie, no doubt, will do Wisconsin because she lives in that area. And we've got a couple of others that we're probably going to focus on. But I'll go through it again. So we're planning on hopefully 70.3 Chattanooga in May. Um, July Lake Placid, the Dew Dam Sprint Try um, in July, um, which is an aqua bike and a sprint try. And then late August 70.3 Timberman, obviously Boulder 70.3. And then September, um, I don't know when, when Wisconsin is, but we're definitely probably going to have Maddie there for that one as well to think about putting on your schedule. But we will confirm as soon as possible in the next week or so. Um, half marathon se September 25, if anyone wants to do a half in Massachusetts. It's, Ashley is going to be doing that event. I don't know if she is running that event. I'm not sure. Let us know, Ash. Okie dokie. So that's pretty cool. So write those down. Um, let's have a look, skis. So here, oh, we've got Nadine. Hello, how are you? We've got Jillian. How are you? Can, a lot of Canadians. Um, there's someone in the DC area. Yes, Megan. Why is this video stopping? Um, let's see. We definitely need one in Canada. I don't know why it's interrupting. I'm just going to turn my Wi-Fi off here, you guys. Let's turn that off. Um, yes, we have, well, yay, we have someone in Chattanooga. I think Chattanooga is going to be a big one. Um, Kerry Preston is planning on Ironman Atlantic City and Cozumel. Nice. Um, Placid, yeah, yeah, Placid's got to be one. We have so many Canadians, we have to go to Placid. Uh, maybe um, Leanna, we still have to have that discussion too that we talked about. It's 100% going forward now for sure, um, but sooner than rather than later. So we'll have another discussion in the next week. But um, Leanna is in Canada. So you guys, Leanna, we'll have to set a tent up there for sure for our athletes, no doubt. Leanna is a former uh, pentathlete that almost qualified for the Olympics, um, didn't get to go, kind of similar to Siri, was top three in her country and um and didn't get to go and now she's an amazing athlete one of the best um in her age for canada for sure probably if not the best um niagara falls barrel man niagara falls Ooh, that sounds fun that sounds fun okay now guys start to put your questions up but before you do that i want to go through all the benefits of the club 
because I don't want you guys to feel like you're missing out on anything special. And some of you don't even know some of the benefits. And as you guys know, it's like some of the original members are getting this for, I think, like 19 a month, like if you joined like six years ago. But most of you guys are paying 37 a month or you're doing the 222-year membership annually. Um, but you guys are getting straight away over $400 worth of value. So I was going to go through what you guys get. Now, new members don't get this, but the current existing members get the starter season plan or the off-season plan. Okay, if you choose the off-season, you get the beginner and the intermediate. Okay, that's already worth $150 um, for free. And or you can choose the starter season plan. Okay, so that is also $150. You guys get that for free. Um, you get over 10 key workouts. If you look in our library, there's 10 key workouts. You also get the 21 uh, best workouts that Siri and I wrote together. You get the five core, core swim workouts. You get 10 other, we get way more than 10 other workouts. I don't know why I got said 10, but you get hundreds of free workouts. Um, and also you get huge discounts um, on all of our sponsors. Now I'm gonna go through our sponsors because some of you still don't even know um, these crazy discounts that we get. So we're gonna go through that really quickly. And of course you get the all the pre-recorded live chats and all that stuff. So. Let's go with, okay, I'm going to write a list. I'm start to write these down, guys, if you're thinking of buying product because it's huge savings. It's over like, I don't know, if you add it up and had to buy everything, you'd save three or $4,000 straight away. So it is huge, incredible value from our amazing sponsors. So zone three, we get 40% off. Xlab, we get 30% off. Rudy Project, anywhere from 40 to 52% off. Ski on bike bags. I have to get the new code for that, but it's 40% off. Write to me if you want to ski on bike bag. Quintana Roo, 25% off. Hyper Ice and Normatec, 15% off. Hincapi, automatically you're cycling and running, you get 15% off. F2C is actually 25% now, Becky, we get 25% off. Bont Cycling is 20% off, but I actually think that might be a little more. I think we might be getting 30 uh, Delfina, which is all the custom um, swim gear with the Tri Club, which we still need to do pre-orders. So if you want Delfina stuff, let me know. We need to pre-order that. 15% off custom Delfina, like swim bags and stuff like that. Um, try Hard, the Try Hard uh, shampoo and conditioner and stuff, 15% off. I know we also get uh, the Brave. We get, uh, I think, 15% off. Uh, we get Magic Goggles, Magic 5 Goggles, custom goggles that are so worthwhile, 35% off. Quantum CBD, we get, I believe it's 20% off now. Athlete blood test, 20% off. And feedback sports trainers, and I know there's more than this that I just listed, 40% off. So they are just for club members. That is huge savings. I mean, if you're going to go and buy a bike that's four grand, you're going to save a thousand bucks on a $4,000 bike. So it's absolutely amazing. Okay, so just want to go through that real quick because I know some people don't know about all these uh, amazing discount codes that we have. And they're all in uh, your app under sponsor codes, but I think that I believe they're also listed in files um, on the Facebook group page. Is that right, Becky? I'm not sure. But let us know, we always have them. If you need them, just tag us and we'll send you the code. Just don't share it, guys, because everyone has spreadsheets of all the new members. And if you share it with someone that isn't a team member, our sponsors then rip us apart for sharing it outside of uh, paying members. So please don't share it. If you're gonna buy it for your partner, he's being a bit sneak. If you're gonna buy it for your, for your partner, just you buy it in your name and give it to your partner. Okay, but they have to have the same surname. See, Penticton, who... All right, let's, Therese, I want you to tell everyone how the tri-camp was. Oh, you guys, also, you guys get um, 
It was 33% off the tri camps. Any tri camp members straight away get 33% off. You guys save 200 bucks on the camp. Um, and you also get up to 50%, between 33 and 50% off all our training plans. If you're a member, you're already going to save between 50 and $100 off most plans. And then platinum plans, you guys get, we sell them for 525 on training peaks. And you guys get them for, I believe it's 149 or one, sorry, 199 So you're saving like $300 there. So I hope you can see that value, you guys. I wanted to go through that because some people don't know about what we offer here. And I really want to make sure you guys capitalize on that. Um, go to plans and if you don't have the plan there that you want of the off-season or starter season, let us know. We'll send you the PDF because some of you may not have access to it. If you want access to it, let us know and we will send you the PDF right away for off-season or starter season. Straight away as a freebie worth 150 bucks. Just let us know. Question regarding race wheels. I currently only own a set of 46 millimeter carbon wheels. Okay. What sort are they? Um, are there significant enough time savings to invest in deeper wheels for a flat race like Ironman Florida. In 2019, I was averaging 90 miles an hour, but hope to bring this up to 20. Okay. Now, firstly, my big, big thing that I see straight away here is speed's pretty irrelevant. Um, I hate to say, Nadine, unless you have the exact same course with the exact same environmental conditions, the exact same temperature, um, you guys can't look at your average speed for a race. Um, and I know you say you're comparing apples to apples, but it's really not because race day could be more humid, more hot. Um, there could be wind. So I would never look at the speed. Okay. I would, and even the time can be pretty irrelevant unless it's the exact same condition. So don't, don't look at the speed. And I think to get that half mile per hour, um, it really only starts to be beneficial when you're starting to hit over like, you know, 30, 35 kilometers an hour, I think for a disc. So I probably, if you're there, it may help to get a disc, but discs really only start to get advantage when they're over like, I believe about 35 K an hour. So you're sitting there at about 32 kilometers an hour. It looks like 20 miles is like 32 kilometers an hour. So a disc is not gonna help a ton. It will help a little bit um, to get a deeper deeper uh, rim, like a, an 80 or 90 mil rear, but I would keep the front for Florida if it's windy. You always want to, guys, your front wheel controls everything. If you have a deep front wheel and the wind hits and you're not used to bike handling, that's where it's compromised. So even if you have a wind hit you with a disc, if you have a shallower front wheel, you're pretty safe. But if you have a deep front and a disc or a deep front and a deep back and the wind hits you, that front controls your whole bike. So make sure that you keep that, if you're not used to bike handling or wind, keep that, I always kept that front wheel quite shallow if I knew that it was gonna be pretty windy. So 43 is a good um, front wheel to have for conditions where you're not sure what the wind's gonna be doing. Um, a disc, I don't know that a disc is gonna get you that next step yet. Um, I would say if you're looking at it getting at half a mile hour, if the conditions are exactly the same, you're gonna get that because you're a way fitter. That's not gonna come from, you know, your bike fit, or though it could, sorry, it could come from your bike fit, but it's going to come from your training. But that half mile per hour, which could end up being four miles per hour, um, you could invest in a new helmet that will give you quite a lot. That saves about, you know, sometimes up to five watts, which could be several minutes over uh, 90K. So I would look at getting, um, and it's an Ironman, so you could save 10 minutes just with an aero helmet. So I would look at the helmet first. Um, I would probably, if you're just doing that speed, if you're doing 34, 35K an hour, I'd go to the disc, but you're not quite, I don't think you've made that, quite made that jump enough to invest in a disc yet, disc yet and they're very expensive, so I'm thinking financially, 
get the aero helmet, get the, the, the Rudy Project Boost is very aerated um, and it's really lightweight and it's really good for um, hot conditions. But also look at what else they've got. And if you don't know uh, what to choose, then reach out to me and I will ask Chris Lupo what he advises you to wear. But you probably want something pretty aerated and ventilated. And those big ones you guys see, the big um, cone-shaped aero helmets like the, the wings that Rudy used to make, they can be so hot and they're better now. They're more ventilated, but the boost is the perfect option for heat and for aerodynamics and does very well. I think if not better than the wing in the um, aero tunnel. So I would go the boost and I would go maybe look at your body position is always going to be first. So if you can even drop, say, five millimeters on the front, that's automatically going to save minutes straight away for your time. But comfort first. Comfort always first. But I would probably even get a bike fit first because body position is going to save more time than wheels, than helmets, than anything else. Then I would probably go for the helmet and then I would go for the disc wheel. So I would probably invest in a bike fit. If you can get to Ivan Gorman, O'Gorman, our guy, have a look. He'll probably drop you a little bit. Straight away, it's going to save you minutes. Um, and it's going to save you what? and it's gonna save your legs a little bit more. So rider position, then get the bell helmet. But the training for you, that's gonna be where you're getting most of your gains. So I, I hope that helped. Um, talk about best bike strategies. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, Miss Kerry, please? What do you mean by best bike strategies for 70.3? You know what, when athletes are coached by us, or if you're on a plan and you've stuck to everything for that 16 or 23 weeks, there isn't a strategy. You just freaking go for it. You go as hard as you can for as long as you can. You want to be at a seven or an eight out of 10 effort. And you should know what that is because all our plans are based on RPE. If you're not on one of our plans, that's a little different because I don't know where your fitness is at, but Kerry, you are. So um, you are with our club and on, that, and on that. So I would say that you just want to be pushing. You want to be redlining it as close as you can to your 40K time trial pace for that 90K as, as much as you can. And just remember to keep the nutrition in, the fluid in, the salt in, and then when it's ready to run, you want to back off for like five minutes and just spin towards the end, a little bit, two or three minutes, sorry. Spin towards the end, flush your legs out um, and get ready for the run. Um, that's, my, that's my tip for you for that. But if you're talking about something different, let me know um, what's, what you mean by strategy. But I would say if you're on one of our plans or coached by one of our athletes, which you are, you're just trying to get to that get off that bike as quick as you can, as most efficiently as you can, and just really focused on your cadence and your nutrition. And our ideal cadence for most people, if you're a bigger, stronger, muscular, bigger build is like 78 to 80. And then if you're more like the Ellie Salthouse Rooney type, it's like 82, say 82-ish, 84, and not much more than 84. You don't, probably don't, definitely don't want to go above 84 if you're a strong male rider. So you definitely don't want to go above 84 anyway. Okay, and we've explained all of that before on what we, uh, with our cadence and how important it is and why. Video was freezing. I think you asked how I like the tri-cam. Oh, yeah. Did this pause again, guys? I'm so sorry. Um, Nadine just got a new part. Okay, that's already, so Nadine with that new helmet, I think, tell me what you got. Hopefully you got an aero one. That's going to already get you to probably that half mile per hour. I would say just with that, but body position. Um, I would say the boost is my recommendation. Um, perfect, Nadine, you're doing everything right. I wouldn't spend money on a wheel. I think the, the helmet, and if you want to, see, if you have money to spend now and you're getting the fit and you got the helmet, you could go the wheel. But if Florida is gonna be really windy, I'd be a little nervous using a disc. Um, I don't know Florida weather very well, but I know it's freaking hot. So um, I would say before you go for the disc with the speed you're currently, 
trying to hold, I would probably go a deeper like 90 mil rear or something like that, carbon rear. And Quintana Roo have a discount too with um, Shimano wheels. So look into that as well. I, or with some, I think it's Shimano, I don't want to get that wrong. But we have a discount with wheels as well. So I got the new wing. Okay. So I don't know. I only know helmets from maybe like when I was racing six years ago. So I don't know what the new wing looks like. But it's probably up to standard with the boost now, aerodynamically. Um, and I can't say that I've ever seen the newest one. So I'm, I'm hoping it's aerated and ventilated because you do want that racing in Florida. It's just so humid. You guys, like Chrissy Wellington wore a non-aero helmet in Kona every year because it was just so hot. And the benefit she got, say the 2% or the 5 watts from wearing the aero helmet, she lost she would have lost, she knows she would have lost with heat exhaustion. So that's where you got to weigh up. Like if it's a really hot race, like sometimes it's even wear, better wearing a traditional helmet. But these days I kind of, actually I kind of disagree right now because these days they're so aero and they're so, sorry, aer aerated and ventilated that um, I think most of the aero ones are um, ventilated enough to get that breathing. I don't know about the, sometimes with the, uh, when you wear the visor, that can just be so hot and you can't get water on your head. I'm not a huge fan of that, to be honest, especially in hot conditions. In cold conditions, 100%. In the rain, 100%. But in warm, hot conditions, I would not wear the visor at all. I'd just wear, you know, you guys, we get those beautiful Rudy Project, those awesome, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name. Can anybody think of the new name of the Rudy Projects, the big ones that we wear? I can't think of the name of it. Oh my God. But the new uh, Rudy Project glasses, they're the bomb. Um, they're amazing. I would wear those. So any more questions, you guys? Let us know what you have. Questions, questions. With 11 people on, there must be some more questions. So 78 to 84, is this the same? For, yeah, it's the same for non-drafting. So no matter what distance you're racing, I mean, for Olympic, you could probably, probably get away more 84, 86, okay? Because you're only running 10K off the bike. And you can work at a little bit of higher heart rate for an Olympic distance because you're only doing an hour. So that is a great question. So... I tend to say, and I don't know if Siri would agree, that you could go 84, 86 for more of an Olympic in a sprint. And a sprint close, you could go, probably go 86, 88. But when it's coming to half and a full, a non-drafting 90K and a non-drafting 180, um, and I know Siri will argue with me for this because she rode 78 in an Olympic distance race and then ran 33 high off the bike. So she's going to argue with me for this. But you could get away with it. But your heart rate's still going to be a lot higher off the bike if you're pushing faster cadence that's that's planning that you've done the that's saying when you've done the big gear strength work on the bike you have to have done that guys like you're not going to be able to hold 78 cadence on the bike and feel good about it or even 80 82 if you haven't done the big big gear work on the bike it's going to feel really low for those guys that are used to spinning at 90 and i i will argue till i'm blue in the face about why 90 rpm is just not good for non-drafting like in an olympic absolutely because you guys are sitting drafting you're saving energy your legs are spinning over you got to run these itu guys are got to run flat out you won't see them doing it but siri did it and she was the fastest runner in the sport even in the drafting races so 2019 it was upper 60s and not very windy the new wing has a ventilation opening i wore it during my last two hot races yes perfect okay good I, that's good to know like because i haven't seen the new one so that's great um, but Nancy, great question. How often do you take salt? Oh, Kerry, so salt's really, really individual. Um, it's a tough one. So first th first thing you want to do, like those sweat tests, mm, they're kind of relevant, but sometimes they can be a little off. You want to be in the exact same conditions to do a sweat test. My go-to would be when you sweat in training, do you see salt on your clothes, right? Some people, 
have a lot of salt on their clothes when they sweat in training and some people are huge sweaters so they're going to lose more salt if you do that you need to probably look at a salt supplement like salt stick and just licking a little bit of your salt stick every now and then um, say every 20 minutes or so but i barely ever other than kona took salt tablets because i was a sweater but not a huge salty sweater i do honestly think that if you can pre-salt all your food race week and your electrolyte drink has a decent amount of sodium, which F2C does, um, and it's not an extremely humid hot race that you could almost get away with no salt, like if you do it properly. But I don't know enough about the amounts to take um, to give advice on that. So I think that's something that we would tag, um, let's say tag Glenda, because she's so good. I'm gonna tag her right now. Let's see, tag Glenda and ask her what the recommendation would be. Um, what do you recommend for salt intake in a warm, humid race or hotter Ironman or 70? Let, yeah, so hopefully she'll answer that um, and we'll see if F2C has enough sodium. Okay. So there we go, I just wrote that. Sodium, is that right? Yeah, NA should be a small N. <laughs> should be a small A, sorry, sodium. Um, Harvest Moon half on, let's see. Oh, are you guys planning to have the group cord sessions or by, yes, we're gonna, I was actually gonna talk about yet yeah, that, thank you, Nance. We're gonna do a virtual Zoom live workout every single month. Um, when we were doing them every week, we noticed we were only getting three or four. So we wanna know from you guys what you want. Um, because we tried to deliver the strength conditioning session with Hugh and who's 115 hours so we had to make it a paid session because otherwise we end up costing, costing us a fortune each week but um, and the membership for you guys as you know is really really low so when we had Hugh on we thought that it would be a good way for you guys to really um, see the value and have an amazing uh, strength conditioning coach in Ellie Salthouse's strength conditioning coach and they're only $15 but I think only two Tri Club members signed up so we're probably not going to continue that because we just didn't get the interest. So we want to know from you guys what interest you have with what you want us to do because obviously that didn't work. Um, we thought that it would, but it's obviously not something that you guys wanted, um, which which I thought was interesting because I thought you guys would really um, enjoy that, but it seems like it's not the case. But we are going to do a Zoom bike session. It's very hard to do Zoom swims and runs, but we're going to definitely do one Zoom where everyone's on the Zoom and they link in and they do it on their on their turbo and we're doing that once a month at least, um, definitely once a month virtually on Zoom. Um, and I will talk to Maddie about the cord session um, and we'll see if we can get some other coaches doing other workouts. We'll st still keep doing the yoga, but if you're really, really keen on doing Hugh's workout and just didn't know about it, let me know because that was something we wanted to bring to over winter, but when we only got two or three club members sign up, uh, we thought that there just wasn't the interest there. So if you guys want to, on here I might not see it, but tag Ashley and I on here if you can in the comments, just tag at Ash or at Rebecca on what you want to see or write it in right now, what you want to see more of because we want to know what you guys want. Um, so that's a great question. And yes, we will be doing virtual bike workouts for sure. Harvest Moon Half on set. Did you guys see Ellie's workout this morning? We went live for that too. That was great. Um, Harvest Moon Half on Saturday. Any advice on anything special I should be doing this week? I'll make sure I'm ready prepared and my gear is ready. Okay, great question, Therese. Um, and good luck in that. That's amazing. I'm proud of you for doing that. So today, Monday, I can go through what we normally do. You guys actually get the taper plan for free. Um, so let me know if you don't have access to that. But um, I can go through a quick taper of what we would do for you guys. So normally Monday we would do, and if you haven't done it, you could do it tomorrow, Therese, a little pre-race brick. 
So we actually, I normally give my guys Monday off, but Siri usually does either Monday or Tuesday pre-race brick. You hopefully have had the day off before, and that's to say you have an easy day today. You do the pre-race brick tomorrow, and it would be um, a bike run and say a 45-minute. Say your uh, race is a half, you want to do a 45-minute bike and a 15-minute run. But the 45-minute bike, you might have five by, uh, say, two or three minutes at race pace effort, but not, sorry, just under race pace effort. If you tend to go too hard, I would do more two-minuteers, and then you do a minute easy. So five of those on the bike, and then you jump off to run, and you would do, I would say, turnovers first, five by 20 seconds fast, 40 rest, and then, um, say, uh, four by two minutes at race pace. And the reason why I try to step back a little bit on the time on the bike for the efforts is because some people just go too hard. But Siri would normally do four, uh, five by four minute efforts or four by five minute efforts at race pace. That could be a little bit much doing a sprint race. For 70.3, you do not want to go past, faster than um, 70.3 effort. So for you, Therese, I would say um, five by three minutes on the bike, race pace with one and a half minutes easy or two minutes easy. And then um, you could do a little bit of big gear, like five by one minute big gear, if you're feeling like you need it. But straight, but do that first and then do the race efforts and then jump off and do turnovers, five lots of turnovers, and then say four by two minutes at race pace, one minute rest stop. So you want to rest stop. So there's a ton of rest after that. Wednesday is normally a very aerobic day, so you would do like an easy two-hour bike spin, flush the legs, a swim kick set in the pool if you can, um, or just flush the legs. And then Thursday would be like a pick-up swim set. Actually, we sometimes do a swim on Monday too. Sometimes we do a swim on Monday. But if you want to have the day off Thursday, you either have the day off Thursday and do the swim Friday, or you have the swim on Friday and do Thursday as the day off. But say you're going to have um, the race is Sunday, you're going to have Friday off which is what I would advise for a Sunday race. I have a Saturday race, you wanna have the Thursday off. Um, and you don't have to have the day off, but I think it's good to have one day off, either the Monday, Thursday, or Friday of that race week, just to feel fresh. Um, and then um, you would do a swim set, which would be like some 25s flat out, say four of them after a little warm up, 450s with 25 hypoxic, get the lungs expanded. Then you'd go four 100s at race pace, oh sorry, two 100s at race pace, do a little big kick in between, 100 easy. And then you would go uh, 200, sort of strong race pace with paddles, and then say 450s um, flat out with lots of rest, something like that. And then a 400 easy strength warm down. So something like that. So usually our main set would be, uh, say, 1625s. I'll give you the exact set. 1625s, three fast, one easy, half bend only, half swim. 450s flat out, two with uh, 25 minimum breaths, two flat out on long rest, like a minute rest. Then you go two 100s um, hard with long rest, like a minute rest, and then you go 200 race pace. And then 400 easy, and we usually do that twice. So there you go, I gave you the whole split set. And then Friday, you have off if you're racing Sunday. Usually, sometimes people like to have Thursday off. And then the day before the race is just a little bit of everything. Like check the bike, 30 minutes, check the gears, go in the open water, check your wetsuit, do 15 minutes, and hopefully you've done another 15 minutes swim in your wetsuit race week, or at least a couple of times before the race for sure. Just throw your arms over, do like 15 arms fast, 75 arms easy or 30 arms fast, 70 arms easy, something like that. 10 times in the wetsuit, 10, 15 minutes, and then a little 2K jog, like 10 minute jog. A couple of little pickups, like 15 seconds fast, three or four of those, done. And then good, good warm up on race day too, like a 15 minute jog, um, spin if you can, jump in the water early, and definitely get in the water early and swim if you can, even if it's cold, like I recommend getting in there and just warming up in the swim. So. There you go.
Okie dokie. Tips for racing in the rain. Haven't done that before. It may. Okay, yes. Tips for racing in the rain. Siri would say to put vinegar on your tires. I would say definitely check that you have very new tires to start with. Okay, and make sure that your brakes aren't on too tight but aren't on too loose because when you grab the brake in the rain, you don't want to be grabbing them hard. So if they're really tight, come straight over the front wheel. But the other thing you've got to remember, braking in a race and it's wet, always get the back brake. Don't hit the front brake because the front brake, you can just slide out right away. I've made that mistake many a times having my right brake was always um, the front and some people have it different, but know which one's the rear and which one's the front and hit that back brake. So you can slide the back wheel a little bit if you happen to slide a little bit in the rain, but if you hit that front brake in the rain, you're just gonna flip. So just try to focus on even braking, but more so more pressure on the rear brake for sure. Um, if it's gonna be cold, I would have an extra vest for the bike and you can just throw it off, but I'm thinking this weather, it's not gonna be cold. I don't know where it is, let us know where it is. but. Um, I would just say be really careful on the technicalities on the corners and stuff like that. And again, just use more of your back brake or even back and front, but more so back. Be really careful to hit that front. What else? Um, you want to have big wraparound glasses. And if it's not going to be too hot, that would, be, that would be when you'd wear the visor so you could see better. But definitely big wraparound, like get your Rudy Projects. Get those big wraparound ones. Does anyone remember the name of those? I cannot think of the name of my Rudy Projects. The new style that Heather Jackson and all them wear that means Siri always wear. Someone please tell me the name. Oh my God, it's killing me that I can't remember the name. Um, but that would probably be all. And I would say dry socks for the run for sure because they're going to be soaked. So try and put your uh, run shoes and socks in a plastic bag and just tie it. And then um, you're allowed to do that. And then uh, get them, well, check that you're allowed to do that. But I think you can or put your towel over them and then have dry socks for the run. And then Ellie wears the longer socks, guys, so that it doesn't sweat and drip and then aggravate blisters and stuff in your shoes. So try and wear longer socks so that it absorbs the water a little better. Um, bike clip on aero bars. Uh, what else do we have? Let's see, what type of bike strategy would you have for projected hot St. George in two weeks? Modify strategy for a lower, a low lender. What's a low lender? Would you modify your strategy if it's hot? Yeah, I think for St. George, if you're feeling you're a little overcooked or underdone um, and it is going to be really hot, you, first thing is, like, you don't want to have power on your bikes, you guys, when you race. It's just awful to focus on power because it's so irrelevant. Um, I know that you're used to doing training, but you really should just focus on cadence and try and keep that same effort throughout because in the heat, your power might be a bit lower. And... But the thing is, when you're tapered and really fresh, your power could be a lot high, higher than you're expecting. You're like, oh, I need to slow down. My power's really high. So I would not recommend racing with power. I would go by feel and just listen to your body. And you're right, perceived effort will feel harder at the same watts in the heat because um, even if you are tapered, just because that the heart rate's going to be about 10 beats higher. So I would say definitely focus on fluid. Definitely focus on getting salt in if you're a sweater. Um, and work that out, work out your nutrition strategy. It's a lot harder to absorb um, carbs and get those glycogen stores full um, and topping them up in the heat. It can be really hard. So I would just be constantly sipping on water to absorb that. Don't dunk water. Just keep sipping on it every 20, 30 minutes and make sure you're having like a bottle of electrolyte in the heat, something over 80. I'd have a bottle of electrolyte, 750 mil, and a bottle of water every single hour. You want electrolyte and water, both. I'd be having both, not just water. So. I hope that helps. Um, Michael Lint, would you recommend clip-on aero bars to a road bike? So, Michael, clip-on aero bars, I mean, we just saw Taylor and Neb kick ass in the 70.3 in um, Collins Cup with clip-ons, but you want to make sure that they're really 
decent clip-ons um, and they still kind of arrow if that's the goal that you want to do rather than spend money on a um, time trial bike. I think it's totally doable. Much, much, much faster than road position. So if you're tossing up whether to put time tri- uh, clip-ons on or just ride in the road position for a race, you're absolutely going to be faster with bars. Like Nicholas Berry does it. She does the tiny little bars. Um, you saw Taylor and Nib just do it and smash the 70.3, but definitely practice on it. You want to practice in that position and don't be too low. Like make sure the pads are at a height where you're feeling really, really comfortable and just get used to it to bring the pads back so that your lower back's protected if you're not used to being in that position. Um, spin shields. Yes, Ash, that's the one. My favorite, you guys. Racing in any conditions, heat or cool or wind, the spin shields reprojects are the bomb. Like you guys all need to invest in a pair of those. You get forty, at least 40% off. So... I would recommend them for all conditions. They're so good. They're so clear. And you also, your eyes are so protected. So Therese White, focused on my cadence on Saturday's ride and great advice. It really helped me with knowing when to change gears and not grind when it should be perfect. Yep, you always want to have cadence, you guys. Never power. Um, try to just stick to cadence and feel and go by feel. Um, Okie dokie, you guys. Any more questions? I can't see any right now. I'm going to find out about that salt. Hopefully, Glenda lets us know um, how many milligrams to have. Um, if anyone has like an idea, post it up here. But I'd rather get the advice from someone like F2C, who are just the experts here, because I know that they have a lot of electrolyte drinks. That I believe if you have those, if you have those, you won't need to take salt tablets because it has enough sodium in them. All right, no more questions, you guys. Um, if you just joined and you missed um, all the benefits of Club, go back up because I went through all the benefits you guys get. Now, if you guys can't access the off-season or starter-season plan that's worth right away 150 bucks, let me know. We'll send it to you. And you guys also get the PDF for 21 workouts, the five swim sets, about 10 other sessions, if not more. Um, you get the 200 bucks off the camp and uh, what else? And about 30 to 50% off all the training plans. So if you missed it, go to the start and listen, you guys. And I also listed all the sponsors. Um, so make sure that I'll list them all again, actually, make sure that you guys know all the benefits that we get. So you guys get zone three, 40%, X lab, 30%, Rudy project up to 50% ski on bike bags, 40% QR, Quintana Roo, 25%, hyper ice and Norma tech, 15% Hincapi, 15% Bont cycling, I believe is actually 30% Delphina, 15% try hard, the shampoo, 15% magic five goggles, amazing custom fitted to your face. You guys get 35% off. Quantum CBD, you guys get, I think it's 20, 25% off CBD, which is amazing. All organic. It's certified. It's one of the best pure forms. Athlete blood test, you guys get 25%. And feedback sports, you guys get um, 40% off. And I know that there's more, but I didn't have them all listed. So there you go. Huge. Okay. No more questions, you guys. We also went through, guys, if you just joined, um, all the races we're planning on doing as Tri-Club, um, Tipsy's Tri-Club events next year. Of course, Boulder, we're going to have a tent set at the top of that hill, but we're also going to have, I think, Chattanooga, Placid, um, Chattanooga 70.3. We're going to have probably Wisconsin. Um, what else? Timberman uh, and the Dew Dam Sprint Tri run by Ash. So, And we're doing, um, I'd love everyone to join us for a half marathon in Massachusetts as well in uh, September. Okay, guys, well, we're here. Any questions, remember, you've got to tag at Rebecca Keat, not just Rebecca Keat because I won't see it. it has, you have to put the little ad in so, or make sure my name pops up so you can tag us. Um, cool. And we did talk about doing our virtual every single month in winter or starting next month we're going to do virtual bike sessions. Um, 
we didn't do well with the strength conditioning with Hugh, so we might have to drop that, but I would like to hear what you guys want. Now, if there's any particular thing you want, you can DM me if you're too worried about putting it in the chat here. Don't worry, just DM me what you want to see more of, or maybe Ash can start a post of, let us know what you want. Ash, can we do that, start a post, let, let us know what you want, and um, people can write what they want to see more of. That'd be awesome. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Have a great week. Happy Labor Day. Bye. Hey, this is Ashley again. Hope you enjoyed tonight's chat with Beck. If you'd like to learn more about the club or join, please visit TeamSeriousTriClub.com. Hope to see you soon.